This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Virginia only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 532 3500. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network. All right, Jimmy, out along with Bruce Marshall as we bet the board, but we're reduced to Major League Baseball right now, but that's okay. A little Women's World Cup going on in New Zealand, uh, Australia, uh, but uh, we'll see about uh, that. But, uh, Bruce, how you doing? Major League Baseball and, you know, getting off to the uh, post-All-Star break as we creep closer to a very interesting, a little bit more interesting than usual trade deadline in Major League Baseball. Yeah, and uh, you know we're wondering about who the sellers might be because with the new the extra wild card team, the playoff format, a lot of these teams you know still think they're in the race and unlikely to uh, be sellers. But there's a few out there, and uh, I think you know this was we haven't seen much activity yet. Um, it always wonder I always wonder why a lot of these teams wait till right at the end when they know there's a need to get something. I mean, make the move a bit sooner if you can. Uh, but we always see it the last day or two before the trade deadline. It gets very active, and I think this year there's a lot more uh, anticipation, mainly because of the Otani thing. But there's some other big guys who could be on the move too. Keep an eye on this. Well, uh, the, the the team that did make uh, did not uh, you know did not wait and made a move, and he's been outstanding until last night was uh, Chapman for the uh, yeah. Rangers coming over from Kansas City. Yeah. But walk walk home run, and it was the third multi um, multi run lead that the Astro I mean the uh, the Rangers blew last night. Gosh, I just I worried about their psyche when they lost three out of four at home in odd fashion, and they start off with a brutally tough one yeah. uh, in Houston last night. That was one of my losers uh, last night. So, uh, Bruce, start with your, your your lid you're wearing right there, Detroit and uh, Rodriguez. A shaky return to the lineup after a layoff, but he settled in the last couple of uh, couple of games. A light price here at home against the Angels in Canning at Bet Rivers. Detroit is minus one twenty one. Yeah, I think that's an okay price for the uh, Tigers here. Rodriguez, like you mentioned, had that one tough start in his comeback game, but he's he's been pretty sharp his last two starts. I mean, through this season, his ERA is about two point seven, so he's been pretty good except that one start. Uh, after being activated and the Tigers won again yesterday they've been surprisingly resilient this year and it's funny you look at their their uh, run differential and you think they should be worse but there's nothing wrong with a team that finds ways to win close games I'm still looking to go against the Angels here and I know they had a pretty good homestand this has sort of been the pattern of this team this year they play go hot and cold they win one game like they did that Saturday game against Houston 10 nights ago that 13-12 and they get all excited and they win some and they had a good homestand they swept the the, the Yankees in the middle of that homestand which was good but um, now they're back on the road where they had lost six straight away before the All-Star break and uh, Canning's numbers have started to uh, have started to weaken here lately his his numbers have not been too good his last couple of starts uh, like you said over a month ago we don't know if the Angels have enough pitching to hang in the playoff race I still think that's the case there's this Otani thing hanging over the club it hasn't seemed to bother them yet but the closer we get to the deadline you know I'm not sure how this is going to play out my gut feel is that Artie Marino is not going to trade 
um, Otani, and uh, he pulled the plug last year. He didn't want to talk about it. He was going to sell the team, ended up pulling the plug on that because he wants to give this thing as much of a chance as he can. I think he believes the only way they can maybe keep Otani is to prove they can be a playoff team, and until they're actually mathematically eliminated this year, or we only have till July 31, uh, he's not going to do anything. So that's my gut feel. He'll probably stay after the All-Star break, but it'll be very, after the trade deadline, but it's going to be very uh, distracting, I think, for the Halos, especially out on the road this next week with all the questions about Otani. So, uh, I think they're ready to lose again. I'm going to take the Tigers. Rodriguez, not a bad price uh, tonight in Motown. All right, two teams that won't be stressing uh, moves uh, before the uh, trade deadline. They're way out of it, but winners are winners. They all pay the same. Colorado and Gomber are going to D.C., plus 125 at Bet Rivers over the Nationals and Trevor Williams. Yeah, I, I was actually up in D.C. last weekend, and I saw the Friday game where they beat the Giants, and that turned into a great series for the Nats. I mean, all of a sudden, they resembled 2019 again. Uh, but uh, then last night, they go out, they lose again, 10-6. There's, even by sweeping the Giants over the weekend at home, they're still just 18-33 and at Nats Park this season. So that hasn't been much of an advantage for them. Uh, and they, they lose again last night. Williams has been alternating wins and losses. Uh, his, the team has been alternating wins and losses in his starts for almost two months now, so nothing too consistent there. I'm a little interested in the Rockies. I'm not sure this is a real renaissance for them, but they have been playing better lately, and the schedule, you know, they, they, they won a series in Miami over the weekend. They won a series against the Yankees last week. They split a couple in, in Houston. They've won six of nine. They're not playing that badly. Scored 10 runs last night, and Gomber actually... His last five starts haven't been that bad at all. They've won, uh, they've won some of his starts. His ERA is only what 3.6 across his last five. It hasn't looked all that bad. Uh, and you got the bit of plus price. I don't think the Nats should be laying prices, uh, even if against a team like the Rockies, who are actually playing better. So I think there's a little value in Colorado. I haven't said that much this season, but I will tonight. Let's take them as an underdog at Nats Park this evening. All right, uh, Yankees and the uh, the Mets and uh, Subway Series here. Mets are seven games out of the playoffs right now. Uh, with that high payroll, it'll be interesting to see what they do. A lot of people have been kind of kind of keeping a close eye on them. Angels are behind uh, Tampa Bay, Houston, and Toronto are the three wild cards uh, right now. Boston is um, is two and a half back along with the New York Yankees. Domingo Herman got blasted a couple times, and he throws that no hitter in Oakland. Keep that in mind, Oakland. But here's uh, here's uh, Verlander uh, in the uh, Mets today, minus 117 at Yankee Stadium. Verlander quietly has given up just six total runs in his last five starts, Bruce. Yeah, uh, ERA 1.74 over that span, so not so bad. You know, I keep kind of waiting for the Mets. We're running out of time for them to make a move. I haven't quite given up on them yet this season, but uh, we're getting to the point where they better make their move quickly. And uh, the Yankees have yet to make their push uh, either. Judge being out has not helped, and we're not sure when he's going to come back. I expect them to be uh, shoppers here at the deadline looking for another left-handed bat and might be Cody Bellinger. Keep an eye on that possibility coming over from the Cubs. Uh, but I think the Yankees might be active uh, before we get to the deadline uh, next week. In the meantime, like I said, a little bit more ominous tone above this Subway Series than we normally get. Uh, these teams haven't, haven't kicked on. Herman, uh, even with that perfect game at Oakland, I mean, he has remained very inconsistent, not sharp in his last start against the Halos, so that looks like sort of a one-off thing for him. 
most of his starts have not been that great. His ERA numbers are not that good. And uh, like you mentioned, Verlander has been pitching extremely well. A um, little reluctant to give the Mets a shot here, but lately there's been no reason to be scared of the Yankees as they continue to flounder. Um, and I'll do it with Verlander. I think there's a, there's a significant edge on the mound tonight with him. Uh, so let's do it. That's not a bad price, and it's not really much of a road game just in the Bronx here tonight. A little car ride over, bus ride for the for the Mets. So let's do it with the, the Mets and Verlander tonight. All right. Uh, finally, somebody is trying to uh, take control of the American League Central. It's the Minnesota Twins. They've opened up now a four-game lead uh, in the Central. Beat a quality pitcher from Seattle last night in Castillo. Well, they didn't. he didn't get the loss, but they won it with the walk-off uh, late. Got another quality starter as Seattle seems to throw every game. Kirby tonight against uh, Minnesota and Lopez. Seattle's plus 106 at Bet Rivers. Uh, Jimmy, we saw this matchup last Thursday at T-Mobile Park in Seattle, and Kirby outpitched to Lopez. Kirby pitched great. Seven shutout innings in that game. Five-nothing win for the Twin for the Mariners. Uh, although they've been sort of uh, uh, in, in, in uh, holding pattern since the All-Star break here. I thought they were really going to make a move because they got uh, quite hot right before the break. Um, but since then, a little bit back and forth. They haven't kicked on this next uh, stage, we thought. Still not too late to do so. The pitching has still been okay. Uh, and we get a rematch of the Lopez-Kirby uh, uh, confrontation from last week in Seattle. I'm going to give Seattle another look here, though, because Kirby looks so good in that game. Um, no runs allowed over seven innings, only four hits, uh, very sharp. And he's generally been very good this year. Uh, Lopez the other way, though, not necessarily. Since the All-Star break, he has not looked all that sharp. His numbers at home this season, his ERA is almost six in, in two starts since the All-Star break. At home this season, his ERA is about five. He's one of these guys who's pitched better away and in his case, away from target field. You're getting a little plus price here with the Mariners. Looks like an evenly matched series. That game was tight last night. Uh, the series last week, they split four in Seattle, and I expect this to be another hard-fought series up at target field. But maybe tonight, the advantage to the Mariners uh, bouncing back with Kirby. I'll do it. Slight plus price. Let's do it with Seattle tonight in Minneapolis. All right. Uh, next one. And you wonder about the Arizona my Diamondbacks 29 to 1 ticket does not look real good. They are fading. They've lost 13 of 17 now, including at home last night to St. Louis and Adam Wainwright, uh, of all people. So, game two of this set uh, in Phoenix. Uh, Matt's on the road for St. Louis, plus 114 against Merrill Kelly in these fading Arizona Diamondbacks. Yeah, uh, Kelly gets uh, activated tonight. Uh, he hasn't pitched in about a month after that calf strain. And, and, um, Maybe the Diamondbacks, well they, well, they could use some help. You're right. They've lost five straight, 13 of 17. They're 13 and 22, their last 35, back to mid-June. So an, an extended run like this, uh, I mean, th this is an extended sort of a slump. And uh, they haven't shaken out of it. And I'm a little sad. And I like, I was like you, uh, first couple months, I thought this team had some staying power. Their execution was so good. Base runners, they moved them along. Defense was good. Pitching was solid. Um, everything sort of unraveled a little bit here, and it's still a pretty young team, and they're probably not going to be out there shopping much at the deadline. I don't think they want to mess around with their young core there, so they're just going to kind of go with what they've got. Um, and I sadly think they're sort of a go against right now. Um, not that I've been burned with the Cardinals too many times this year, Jimmy, uh, expecting them to take off. I thought it might be that way last week. They had a nice win streak after the Thursday night win at Wrigley Field, and they lost three straight Friday, Saturday, and Sunday in Chicago. They did win that game with Wainwright last night. Matt's pitches tonight. 
he was 0-7 this year before he got the win last Thursday at Wrigley Field. And actually, you know, his numbers, the innings, not a lot of innings, but since the start of June, his ERA is 2.89. He hasn't pitched all that badly. They can get five innings out of him. And I, the Cardinals could be a seller next week, but I think they're sort of waiting for the weekend. If they can get hot one more time, they may try to keep this thing together. Some of those pitchers, I'm not sure if Matz is going to be one of them, but I would watch for Montgomery Flaherty perhaps to be on the block. They've talked about Arenado maybe being on the block. This is sort of their last chance to make a move, and it's not beyond the realm of possibility they could still climb back into the central race. I know I've said that too many times this season, but I'm going to give them another look tonight. But this is also because I'm sort of looking against Arizona right now. So St. Louis and Matt's for me tonight down in the desert. Hard with the way Milwaukee's playing right now, Bruce. So, I mean, yeah. uh, in the central, I mean, they have – and how about their, their pitching, how they just shut down Cincinnati uh, in these games. I mean yeah. – it's just been it's been there. They had a three game series before the All Star break. Started with them uh, an All Star, and then they started again last night, and they had just night. dominated, especially on the mound yeah. against that hot uh, Reds lineup. Reds have hit everybody else, but Milwaukee pitching as of late. They've got now what a uh, one and a half game lead over over Cincinnati, but seven uh, over the Chicago Cubs and eleven over St. Louis. Last pick. Now they had that long uh, road trip, but the Dodgers came home, and you know what happens. When the wife and the girlfriend or whoever put you on uh, put you on your chore duty that you've been missing for a while, so they lost the first one uh, that they returned. There was three teams in Major League Baseball returning from long road trips. They all lost. One of our buddy uh, Brian Blessing in his angles in hockey, along with other sports as well. Toronto is uh, with Bassett against the Dodgers and Urias. Uh, Dodgers, as expected, a big favorite here. You're looking at the Blue Jays plus 135 right now at Bet Rivers. Yeah, and uh, last night I, I, yeah, that was an old blessing uh, thing, and it works in baseball too. And that was one of the games I, I didn't win them all last night. Uh, in fact, lost more than I won, but this is one I did win with Toronto last night, and I'll do it again uh, with them. Uh, Urias, uh, four starts since being activated at the start of this month. Very erratic, though. I mean, his ERA has been up. He's had two really rough starts. Not that same consistency we saw. I mean, he pitched very well against the Mets a week ago Friday, and then he back, came back with a very poor effort uh, last week in Baltimore. He really got knocked around. So he's still not quite as trustworthy as he used to be, and uh, it's not all quite right with Udias. Bassett is pitching extremely well lately. Five straight wins for the Blue Jays, and Bassett starts, and he pitched six shutout innings against the Padres last week. So... I mean, they can usually go deeper. He's He can get you six or seven innings, and he's been very consistent, uh, the most consistent Blue Jay starter. And uh, they're not afraid of the Dodgers. They come in here and win the first game. And uh, I, with the price and Udias being very unreliable lately, I think this is an underdog we can take a shot with tonight again with the Blue Jays and Bassett. I like the pitching matchup here, especially with Bassett on the mound for Toronto. All right, uh, Bassett and uh, Toronto looking to uh, win the first two games uh, in that series at Chavez Ravine. Well, the Dodgers was my, one of my few winners yesterday on my quick picks. Uh, I did have Toronto against Los Angeles, but, uh, man, with with a not a whole lot of depth to that lineup and also their pitching staff just obliterated uh, with injuries, been impressive, been impressive. That was yep. a very popular fade on their win total, uh, you know, to the uh, under. Yep. A lot of people – and it looked like it was headed that way, but give the Dodgers credit, man. They have um, 
you know, Mookie Betts and uh, Freddie Freeman on top of that lineup keeping things together. They've been much better than expected with everything that is going on. All right, we do it every Tuesday here on the Sports Betters Paradise YouTube channel. Bruce is betting the board. Our college football previews just around the corner. Bruce is uh, fresh back from Nashville in the SEC media days. And did you go to Pac-12 as well, Bruce? No, it'll be just SEC for me uh, this year. The ACC is okay. going on uh, this week up in Charlotte, but uh, SEC will be good enough for me this uh, this summer. For Bruce Marshall, love CBS Sports Line, Vegas Insider. I'm Jimmy Ott here in the Sports Betters Paradise YouTube channel on the Bet Rivers Network.